The book of Exodus 28, 36 through 43. You shall also make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it like the engraving of a signet holiness to the Lord. And you shall put it on a blue cord that it may be on the turban. It shall be on the front of the turban. So it shall be an on Aaron's forehead, that Aaron may bear the iniquity of the holy things which the children of Israel hallow in all their holy gifts, and it shall always be on his forehead that they may be accepted before the Lord. You shall skillfully weave the tunic of fine linen threads. For Aaron's sons you shall make tunics also. So you shall make for them these trousers and other clothing. They shall be on Aaron and his sons Then, when they come into the tabernacle of meeting or when they come near the altar to minister in the holy place, that they do not incur iniquity and die it, iniquity and die. It shall be a statute forever to them. This shall be an eternal covenant. I think we all understand that this place of scripture is related to tithes and offerings that are accursed and are a holiness to the Lord. Therefore, this is one of the leading places of Scripture of how we are to bring God tithes and offerings in order to honor Him in His temple. According to the definition of Scripture, we together are a royal priesthood. Therefore, we need to prepare ourselves so that we have the proper appearance that is in accordance to the given rank. The command to make a plate of pure gold and connect it to the front of the turban with a blue cord, first, we need to understand that pure gold in Scripture symbolizes the truth of redemption. Second, pure gold symbolizes the truth about the ability to reign over yourself. Third, the turban as a covering that covers the head of the priest symbolizes acknowledging over yourself the delegated power of God that is that person that is placed by God. Fourth, a blue cord symbolizes the glory of God or that the given holiness is the glory of the Lord. Fifth, the act of connecting the plate symbolizes the fact that we ourselves need to place ourselves in dependence of the delegated power of God that is that person that God has placed over us. A turban is a covering necessary for the beauty of holiness that decorates the head of the priest before God. To enter into the presence of God without such a covering means to be killed by God. So that you not die, he says, you need to do these things. You need to have this turban and that blue cord that connects that golden uh, plate. And it says a holiness to the Lord upon it, that this person is a holiness to the Lord, that the person who is a holiness to the Lord, when he honors God with tithes and offerings, he in this way confirms the fact that he is God's holiness. The word redeemed means holy, returned, purchased from slavery, belonging to God, the holiness of the Lord, one that it inherits with God, <clears throat> inherits one lot with God. Giving your tithe and offering according to God's implemented order, we first confirm that we are His holiness in the redemption of God. Second, that we honor the Lord and acknowledge His authority over ourselves. Third, we demonstrate our love to Him. 
when we honor Him with our tithes and our offerings. Fourth, we worship Him in these tithes and offerings. And fifth, we obtain favor from God. And this is a a memory or memorial before God. This is written into the book of remembrance. Practically, God will give his nation favor when they will give their tithes and offering to him according to the instructions and the amount that the Lord has decided or the Lord has determined. And the opposite, anyone withholding and claiming the holiness of the Lord for themselves, they place themselves out of the realm of the blessings of the Lord because they state in this way that I'm not your holiness, I am not your belonging, and this is terrible, but it's this is how it is. Every person that refuses to honor God with their tithe as a statute, as a commandment, it is the fundamental commandment at the base of all the others. If you want to turn to me, Israel, God says, turn to me. And you say, how can I turn to you? Bring your tithes into the storehouse, he says, so that there may be food in my house. And so, the church has a great honor to give their tithes and their offerings as a privilege and not as a form of uh, extortion, and to give with joy in their heart. It is important that when you give, that you keep this great privilege in its original form. Nominally, the religious world does not honor the holiness of the Lord, and this is because they are not being led by the commandments of God that are written in Scripture, but made up postulates saying that tithes and offerings is a product of the Old Testament, and as if the New Testament doesn't include them and doesn't remember these tithes. And this is absolutely false. The New Testament does not eliminate the tithe. It, in unison, says here, the tithe, in the tithes, it says, it's referring to the Old Testament that mortal men brought these tithes and now these that have the testimony that they will live forever, there it was mortal men, but here the immortal person already gives his tithe. As you can see, they were not a product of the Old Testament. They found its place there. The tithe was implemented by God in the Garden of Eden. That was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which was God's belonging. We talked about the fact that the Garden of Eden was planted after a person was created. This means that God could not plant the Garden of Eden without collaborating with the person. He could not because he said, when we create man, he will be in our likeness and he will have authority over the earth. And in this way, God placed himself uh, or placed boundaries that he cannot uh, intervene uh, on earth in any way unless a person works with him or collaborates with him to do so. And so this garden that God planted with Adam and there was also the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and other trees. The Garden of Eden today is our heart in which we plant God's promises and God's commandments by listening to the seed of the heard word, and after that we grow them. And when he grew this, he, although you participated in growing, planting, I was your helper in planting this garden, and you had the main role and you made the decisions and I helped you. But this tree is my holiness, don't touch it. You can eat of every tree, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, do not eat it, because if you do, you will die. 
And so you can't call it the, the tree of the devil because it is not a tree of devil. Uh, this is a holiness of the Lord and a holiness of the Lord. What is it? it? A holy God always separates something from something else as death separates a person from one state and brings him into a different state. So the holiness of the Lord brings us from the state of independence to dependence upon God, God's holiness. This is a privilege. Honoring God with tithes and offerings, we confirm in this way, say, Lord, I am your belonging, I am your holiness. Without uh, you and with you, nothing will happen to me. And so people that will do this, God will keep them and will protect them from those who mock them. As those who said, well, we don't honor God with tithes. Nothing's happening to us. We actually are prospering. But look at you. Look at look at the situation you're in. But God says he has a book of remembrance for those who fear him. And he will, at one point, will show the difference between those who served him and those who didn't. And this will be very unfortunate for those who resisted God, who spoke against His command and said that I am not your holiness. We want to give when we want, how we want, where we want. But God said any offering you bring needs to be in the format of a tithe as a holy thing. If you give to me, you can't say how, how much I want. If you give to me, you give what belongs to me, the holy part. And so any offering needs to be in the format of a holiness. Right now we will honor God with our tithes and our offerings. We will stand and we will sing a song. That my well-being is at living streams and we singing in our hearts. We will remember that we in this way confirm the fact that we are God's holiness. We demonstrate our love to God and we acknowledge His unquestionable authority over ourselves.
And so I shall gladly remind us that every time the nation of Israel honored their Lord with their tithes and their offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses, the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command from Moses to proclaim that great proclamation, which they continued to be faithful to for thousands of years, where that same Israel were connected to the same roots. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food in your house. I do not give in impurity. I do not give in sorrow. And I do not give for the dead. I I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly windows be opened and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated.